Welcome to episode 75 of the Hillcrest Duo, taped live and in person in Crest Hill, Illinois. Today is Saturday, December the 16th, 2017. A couple more Saturdays left of the wonderful year we've had on the Hillcrest Duo. I am your host, Metal John, and you can follow me on Twitter at Metal John Radio, along with me, my co-host, Mr. Brad Risto. I'm at Outsider Brad on Twitter. This episode of the Hillcrest Duo is a very special episode. It is dedicated to Star Wars The Last Jedi. We have an orchestra in the studio. How about that? Yes. So we will be talking spoilers, thoughts, likes, dislikes, issues, non-issues, what we hope for in the next film. All things Star Wars The Last Jedi will be dedicated on this podcast. So if you've not seen it yet and you don't want to be spoiled, you might want to just stop, go see the movie, and then come back and listen. Yeah. And, of course, you can always tweet your hate mail at us, or you could say, you guys kick ass, and I agree with you. You could tweet that at us as well. Mm-hmm. It's up to you. Whatever. We're on Podbean, the Hillcrest Duo podcast is one way to search for us on google but yep pod hillcrestduo.podbean.com is the website anyway star wars the last jedi it released on thursday night december the 14th old man midnight showings at 7 p.m i saw it at 7 30 so i'm a half hour behind you well i didn't see i didn't see it till yesterday night oh wow yesterday night yeah i was busy thursday night Mm -hmm. well no way i couldn't get seats i was able to finally see it yesterday but Glad I did. Yeah, I mean, uh, I love when theaters do those assigned seats now because for big releases like this, yeah. it's the way to go. You well, find a theater that has assigned seats, you pick out your seat, and then you can show up 10 minutes, 15, 20 mm-hmm, minutes before the movie mm-hmm, starts. Mm-hmm. You already know where you're sitting at. And I was in the second row where I was, but it's one of those really nice theaters that has the really, really nice recliners. Oh, nice. So it didn't even, so it's like, it's almost oh, like you're like in bed watching TV, right? It was awesome. Yeah. I was at Imagine in Frankfurt. Um, a real good deal if you ever want to go out to Frankfurt because they have booze. They bring food to your um, you at your seat. It's all good. Very nice. I saw it at the Studio Grill in Wheaton, and that's uh, a, fu- a full service. They don't even have a concession stand. They have a bar in the lobby yes, with a that. menu, but then when you get into the theater, you have a little button on your table. You hit the <gasps> button, waiter comes over to you, what would you like? You got the menu, you order your drinks, you order your popcorn, you order all your food, and then you know, probably about a half hour before the movie ends, they slip around with your bill. Yeah. And, That's awesome. And they've got good food. I had some flatbread. I had some popcorn. I had um, a few. They have a special um, Star Wars themed drinks they were serving. I uh, the drink I got was like the um it was an like crown apple with a couple with a cinnamon stick and a few other little and it was called it. Skywalker's Lament. Or no, something. it was like the Emperor or something. Oh, or okay. The, the Galaxy something. Yeah, it was one one of those things. Anyways, the Studio Grill. Eventually, but they did not have recliners. Though. They've just got regular oh, the rocking roller, seats. The roller seats. Yeah, they got the rocking. The executive seats. roller seats. Yeah. So. Eventually, eventually, I wanted to spend the money and do this and go to Gold Class Cinema. Ooh, gold class is good stuff. Yeah, because that's like the highest end of one. It costs a bunch to get in. The food is expensive. Everything's expensive. I've actually gone to the gold. Uh, oh wait, the gold class. I'm thinking I pick. That's all. That, that used to be uh, where I pick is at in Bolingbrook. That used to be gold class. Well, that's what I meant. I pick gold class. It's the same thing. I think. Yeah. I just think one's got bought out by the other, or vice versa. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, let's get into it. Let's get into the movie. All right. So okay. where do you want to start? Likes, dislikes. Um. 
likes. Um, uh, for me, likes, what I really liked about it was, to me, this was really the shortest two and a half hour movie I've ever seen because the um, a plot of the movie plotted around at a very brisk pace. You never got bored. You never felt there was much of a wasted scene. All right, so you really liked the movie. Yes. So we're going to be in disagreement on this podcast because I didn't like it that much. What did you not like about it? No, we're talking likes. Okay, so let's go through what you like, and then I'll go through some of my other um, likes. I think, uh, I think my favorite thing, my number one thing about the film, the thing I liked the most, I loved how Ray and Kylo, um, I loved their relationship in the movie as far as um, communicating with each other and how Ray was sort of sympathetic to Kylo. And as an audience, you kind of understand where Kylo's coming from because you see the flashbacks what of his, Luke about to kill him. Or what and, he thought was. Or, yeah, and it, it makes you kind of understand why Kylo went to the dark side. But then right. you also get, like, how uh, Ray is is, you know, she's all about the Jedi and the Resistance, mm-hmm. but then she thinks about... You know, Kylo, and she's like, man, she's like... He can be redeemed. He can be redeemed, and I just loved that whole story arc about this movie. Ditto. Because... And and I thought it was the best part about this movie. Because unlike the last um, set of movies, well, the last six movies, which were ostensibly, the first six were about the rise and fall and redemption of Anakin Skywalker... I think in this one, it's just about the rise of um, Ray and pretty much the fall of Kylo Ren slash Ben Solo. I believe the what the movie is trying to tell us here with what everything that happened in this movie, Ben Solo is beyond redemption and the embodiment of the dark side, while Ray is going to be the embodiment of the light side in these movies. Yep. No, There's going to be no real shades of gray with these two, and I kind of dig it. Yeah, I mean, I, I I would say that that was the best, and I I guess I would like to say that I wish the movie was more focused on that story arc. That so story arc that story arc took place in this movie, but I felt like this movie was just there's too much, there's too much going on. Well, yeah, there's but, all but, these storylines, this storyline, that storyline. Okay, um, this is kind of in the middle, and if you notice when you're watching the movie, that it jumps to the different stories. Well, it that jumps, was all right. The, here's this story with yeah. Leia. Now here's a story with Ray and Kylo, and here's a story with this, and now we're going to go back to this, and we're going to go back to that. I had four distinct stories. I had the Ray Luke story, the Snoke Kylo story, the Rebels, and then the Finn Rose story. Four distinct stories, but the Rebels are connected to the Snoke um, uh, Kylo story because they're being chased, and obviously Kylo is connected to Ray. So you have about six storylines going on in one movie. Yep. And... Part of the problem was I liked every scene that I saw, but sometimes it would um, uh, get to the end of one of the stories and then go to the one story. I'm like, no, 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 I want to stay here for a little bit longer. And then it would also go to the one story like, you know, I don't want to quite see that one yet because it would go like A, B, C, D, and then it would go to B and then go to C and then go back to A and then go to D. And then it, I would have kind of cut it up differently. Yeah, well, and Game of Thrones fans know exactly – that's exactly what this is like. It's like an episode of Game of Thrones where – you're watching an episode, you're following this character, this character's journey, and it ends on a cliffhanger. You're like, oh, man, I can't wait till next week. And next week, you don't even touch that character. You go to a different character, and the whole episode is dedicated to them and their story. Too much. And you don't pick back up on where you just got like really excited right. about for another week or two. That's what Game of Thrones does you that really sh- bothers me and a lot of fans. Mm-hmm. 
Usually I love an ensemble cast, but th- this was all like four disconnected stories in one movie. Yeah. I mean, and I would say that that's why I sort of I, I, I'm, not gonna say I, I, I'm not going to say I hated the movie. I'm not going to say I love the movie. I, I mean, if I was to think out of all eight of the Star Wars movies that are out, this is probably not even in my top three. Nine. Nine, yeah, not even in my top three or four. But re- Maybe not even in my top five, to be I did really enjoy the lightsaber battle in the throne room. Okay. With um, uh, Ray and um, Ben working together, and it, when it looked like maybe Ben was redeemed, I liked that twist where you thought, oh, I guess she was right, yay! But you weren't. It was all about um, Kylo Ren's continued fall. Yeah, um, another scene I really loved in this movie was um, when R2-D2 meets with um, Luke. Luke and shows the projection of Olea yeah. as kind of like, hey, remember this? I, I loved oh, that scene. I dude. thought that was cool. I thought that was a really cool throwback. Um, I mean, in a way, kind of – it was a it, – it, it was a way to pay – like I, I felt like it paid tribute to Princess Leia as yes. a character. Um, but then it also kind of, you know, was just a nice nod to like the old trilogy. The, the original. Like trilogy. to me, that scene was just like probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Even though it really didn't have a big impact on the overall story, it was no. just a fun scene to put in that was really not only nostalgic and cool for like the old school fans, but then it's also in a way because it's Leia and you know Carrie Fisher's no longer we with pet. us. It's just kind of a cool tribute. Okay, to while we um, are talking about Leia, I want to talk about one of the cooler things that I read online, and that was about um, uh, Carrie Fisher's dog seeing the movie with um, uh, Carrie Fisher's assistant and him perking up and uh, recognizing her, her voice whenever she would be on screen. Yeah, I did read about that. That's and it's like, up. I'm not crying. You're crying. Yeah. Shut up. That, that uh, I, did, I did read about that, but... Uh, um, you know, uh, speaking, let, let's just talk about Leia. Cause, all right, this is a big part of my dislikes. Yeah. Um, I did not like Leia's return from the dead. Well, she was <laughs> never dead. Well, she was floating in space. She was dead. She you, she's a, she, did she the has whole... a force wielder, so she used her Jedi powers. <sighs> I don't know. Like, And if you've read I the comic books, you'd know that this has happened before. Gosh, Matt, why didn't you just read all the comic right. books well, and get all, all right, the backstory? Let, let me just say this, and maybe it's cold of me, but I went into this movie assuming and hoping Princess Leia was probably going to die. Well, the problem and was... And she was going to die at the hands of Kylo Ren, which it really looked like that happened. And then all of a sudden she used the Force, got back on the ship, and she ended up being one of the biggest characters in the whole movie, Yeah, which I really thought they were just going to kind of put her in there. Send her on her farewell. Well, you knew. She'd be gone. And actually, if you think about from a storyline standpoint, if if they would have just let her die, when R2 goes to meet with Luke and he plays that video, I think it makes that that moment a little bit like a little bit more tear jerky. Yeah, and, but... and also it puts Luke in a position where he's like, my sister died at the hands of Kylo. That's it. I'm, I'm, it's, that would be his motivation to get off the rock and well, go help and go help the team. But 
Then you would have had to bring Luke back for the next movie. Well, we're going to get to that, but regardless. But, but no, you get what I'm saying, though? Like, yeah. that's the way I kind of envisioned it now after I saw the movie. I'm like, man, I would have loved it to play out that way. Maybe you knew they were maybe... only going to kill off one of the two remaining uh, three characters, and since they killed off Luke, once again, spoilers! Yep. And that goes to another dislike. I don't like the way he died. I love the way he died. No, I want him to go out like a boss. I don't think he went out like a boss. He allowed them to escape, and he became one with the Force. Mm, all right. But let's get to that. Yes, Luke died. He became one with the Force. We saw Yoda. We can still see Luke in the next movie as a Force ghost. Yep. Don't forget that. This might not be the end of Oh, no, Mark it's definitely Hamill. not the end of seeing Luke on screen. He's going. Mark Hamill will return to play the character, you know, probably in ghost but I form. Thought, I think he... Did go out like a badass. He protected them and completely tricked Kylo. And I loved the connection between the two scenes in the movie, where at the beginning, Ray explains what a Jedi is. Everything you said, all three things you just said were wrong. And then at the very end, he says, I've defeated everyone. And he just uses the same exact line and explains how. Yeah. And no, I, liked, that was, that and was... I thought that was a, you like the badass speech. It was a small one, it was a short one, but that was a badass speech from Luke. I agree, I agree, I give props to that. The only thing you wish was it could have been an actual lightsaber duel. That's what you wanted, but... That would have been cool, like, that would have been cool, um... But there were I mean, I guess guess it would have been cool just because, you know, from the whole, like, story arc where, you know, Luke, Luke takes down his father, he takes down Vader... In a great duel, and you would love to. I, I guess part of me just wants to say, if Luke is going to die, I kind of want him to die at the hands of the dark side. I want, I want Kylo to either kill him, or maybe he's the guy, the the, the guy who jumps on the bomb. You know, he's, you know, he sacrifices himself to save everybody. You know, in, in a way, he kind of did it. I guess I just don't like the fact. Oh, he was just meditating on a mountain and he was himself. so powerful. He was able to project himself there, and there were hints though. First of all, obviously, that one, that he got there and you don't know how. Two, he was shot at by all the lasers and just nothing bothered him. Two, you saw his beard wasn't quite as gray. Yeah. You go back and watch it. And and this is probably the most important. He had a blue lightsaber, which you had seen about 20 minutes before split in two. That's very true. Also, I don't think there's any footprints in the sand. You see, oh, that's a good one, too. I I did not notice that one, but it was another one that you probably could have noticed. Very um, astute there, Metal. Yeah, yeah. I I brought up on some Easter eggs. We're going to get some Easter eggs later on this podcast as well. Oh, good, 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 good. All right, so, all right. Um, uh, Okay, let's get to the things we didn't like. Let me get to one of the things I didn't like. And my my biggest issue, uh, I have two big issues. One is what the hell was the time frame? Because when you're with Luke and Ray, it seemed like five days had passed. But when you're with the um, uh, Resistance, it was like 18 hours. Yeah, it looked like it all took place. Yeah, I get that because it seemed like the the Resistance... Because they uh, were being chased. Yeah, it seems like it was like a scene that there was no... Like nobody slept. (laughs) Yes. But with Ray and Luke, it was like she spent the she spent the weekend. There. At least, well, <laughs> like a week. She was yeah. there forever. It seemed like there was yeah. at le- I think I counted at least three days. And meanwhile, yeah, were those guys really hanging back for three days? Uh, of ga- again, this is a galaxy that's far away, and we don't know what time is like. On so that maybe planet. one planet 
like time moves slower yes. than another, and that makes perfect sense. If that's I, I'm willing to accept that as um, the explanation. If that is indeed the explanation, when we look into the extended lore, I'd be like, okay, that makes perfect sense, and move on. All right, let's stick with Ray on one of my dislikes. Okay. My dislike, the mirror scene in the cave. I thought it was kind of trippy and cool. I, I just didn't get where it belonged. Like, why? She I'm, I'm seeing this, see... but yeah, I, I mean, I see that this is her, like, playing in her head, like, you know, using the Force, trying to get answers, and I just don't, I like, I felt like, I don't know, I don't I don't, get, know I don't the... get it, like, I don't get why she had to be in, like, all these mirrors and, you know, and, and, and just repeat her, it was like something you would see in a stoner movie. <laughs> it was weird, but I'm also willing to give the writers and the entire series credit that they it might pay off in the next movie, because... Let's talk about another issue I had with Ray. Are we being gaslit? Are we being Absolutely. lied to that her parents are nobodies? I, that's my. I got that written down right here. I, I'm not. I buying don't buy it. it. I'm I not don't buying buy it. At it. All. You're not buying either. Fist pound it, Brad. Because it's like we're not what, buying the nobodies story. Uh, they they um, uh, made it out to be so much, and there is no way they're just going to pay off like <laughs> we troll just she's got her parents are no one. <laughs> no. Well, here's the thing. I don't know what your reaction was like, but. In that scene between Kylo and Ray, where Kylo's like, do you know who your parents are? There's kind of that pause, and I think everybody in the audience is like, oh, she's going to say Luke. She's going to say, like, Han. Like, she's going to, she's going to, we're going to get revealed that she's finally figured out who her parents are. And I think me and you said this after Force Awakens, they're related. And I still believe that they are related in some way. Cousins, whatever. They are related. Could be Ben's daughter. Well, granddaughter, I guess. Obi-Wan's. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> so I'm thinking is that they are related. I'm sold on the fact that they're related. I'm sold on the fact that because of that scene and that long pause, I I personally think Ben slash Kylo Ren, he knows exactly who her parents are. She hasn't figured it out yet. Yeah. And he had asked her directly because he wants to know if she's figured it out yet. Right. And when she's like, they're nobodies. Oh, I want to do that. Talk- just she's just settled on that answer, right? And he was just like, okay. And, and it was almost like he's like withholding that information because mm-hmm. he's like, she's gonna figure it out. And and when well, she that does, was when he was trying to trick her into joining the dark side and rule by him. And yeah. obviously, she never had any um, thought about doing that. I kind of like that. I'm like, they're gonna actually make her um, a toy with it. But no, because she, she put her hand out for a completely different reason than he was expecting, because she went for the lightsaber. Yeah, exactly. And I thought that was cool. I agree. And, and, and yeah, so on the parents' fighting side... Over it. I have to say, because I knew Luke was going to show up, I thought that was when Luke was going to show up, when they were both fighting over the lightsaber, and he just calls it to him. And I yeah. thought that would have been a badass scene. They're both fighting over it, it just... Thump. And then that's when the lightsaber battle between Kylo and Luke happens. Yeah. That would have been cool. Another dislike I have is the, Chewie's role in this film. First of all, he came out of nowhere. Well, he was on the Falcon. You have to remember from the last movie. Yeah, but... You needed a little bit of a memory there. <sighs> but I but... thought it was really cool when he tore the door down. Yeah, I, I, that was cool, but I just didn't really get, like... I felt like I needed more from him, but... He anyway. flew the uh, Millennium Falcon like a badass. Yeah. That was awesome. How could you not like the Millennium Falcon just coming in to save the day again scene? Yeah. Um, I would say this, too, on my dislikes. 
and you know, I'm interested to hear your your argument on this one. Yeah. One of my biggest dislikes is I felt like the movie didn't end with the satisfaction. Like I felt like it didn't spun end with the winner. It didn't end with the winner. It spun its wheels. It, we're in no different situation than we were at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, I, that's no, that's that's how nothing has changed. Well, we do now have um, leaders of the resistance because obviously, um, I mean, you can, you can make an argument. You can make an argument that the ben resistance was willing lost. To, you can make yes. that argument because so many people died, and the resistance is now a smaller number. You could make that argument that maybe they lost if you were looking for a winner, but to me, I don't. I felt like there wasn't a, a distinct winner. There wasn't like, oh, you know, it just wasn't satisfying. At least for me, as a casual were Star Wars fans, I loved the, I liked the movies. I'm not diehard collecting toys, you know, obsessive over it. I'm in the, I'm in the majority that just. I enjoy the movies, but I'm not obsessed. I think what this one was more was about personal journeys and personal victories. We saw Rey fight off the dark side and decide to remain committed to the light. We saw um, uh, Finn go from being a coward who was running away in the beginning to willing to sacrifice his life to save everyone. We saw Poe Dameron go from the hot shot that was willing to cost people lives to being a leader of the resistance. And yes, we saw Ben Solo's uh, journey complete uh, to be beyond redemption. We saw four personal stories get told over the course of this movie, and I think we saw them told pretty damn well. Okay. I mean, I, yeah, I, in the I, grand scheme I, of things, I, I, you are certainly right. Nothing changed, but in the smaller sense, there were a lot of changes for these characters, and it, I liked it. I get it. I, all right, I, I I I could accept that again. You know, I just also felt just as a casual fan, somebody who doesn't think and and say, oh, I love this character, and I you know I, I'm just not one of those people that like are you know people that are really obsessed with the story right. with the Star Wars story. Yes, I get why they would love this movie and and make the points that you made. But as somebody who's just casual, you're gonna watch this movie, you're gonna be like, what was up with that ending? I didn't get it. Like I I didn't feel like I didn't feel like there was like. Like a moment. Like, for example, Force Awakens. That moment at the end where she hands Luke the lightsaber. He takes it. You're like, yeah, badass. And, and the credits roll. And then in this movie, they pick up right in that scene, and he just throws it over his shoulder. Yeah. That was awesome. That was like hilarious. That. Oh, also another great scene, great comedy scene between Ray and Luke. I'm from nowhere. No one's from nowhere. I'm from Jakku. Okay, so you're from nowhere. Yes. I, that was maybe the one and only scene that I chuckled a little bit. That one which maybe. brings me to my other dislike. I don't know about you, but the comedy seemed a little forced. Yeah, I guess. Although it, I it's very, think, I somebody said it perfect. I'm stealing this from somebody. Somebody said it perfect. The comedy in this movie is like they're trying to be like the Avengers. Like I, stealing like that little... Just where he where he brushes off his shoulder, and, and it's that. like, come on, like you know. That was fun, especially when you find fun. out that he was a forced projection. <sighs> Grand scheme of things, and I also liked him. Chewie about to eat one of the porgs, and then he oh, gets the yeah, sad I didn't eyes. Oh, I like that either. I How could like you that not? That was, that was funny. He, no, what would have been great is if they just looked at him and he just took a bite out of it, anyways. <laughs> now I would have laughed at that. But I wasn't laughing at the, oh, there's daddy. He's all, the thing's already dead. It's and already cooked. dead. Who cares if he eats it? And it looked good, too, by the way. Oh, like, I would, I mean, be, I would I be, like, I'd be, I'd be kind of hungry. I'd want some thing. buffalo pork. <laughs> mm, get me some buffalo pork wings. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm a meat eater, so I had no problem. But I just thought it was a little cute, a little sweet. Just selling toys, man. Stop selling toys. Um, uh, let's talk about some of the deaths. I mean, we did see Luke's death. death. We talked about that. Yeah, we knew that uh, was coming. Admiral Akbar died. Yeah, that, that was a little bit sad, but, you know, it was no, no real tribute to him, though, when he died. He didn't even get to say, it's a trap. Or, or you know what I mean, Grace? It's a... Yes. And obviously, <laughs> um, uh... Snoke. Snoke died. Re- that was really cool. He could see... I thought that was a really... I thought that was a cool death scene. Well, right? yeah, because he's describing exactly what's going to happen, and exactly what he said was going to happen, happened. Strike down his true enemy. And he did! Ben struck down his true enemy, Emperor Snoke, Grandmaster Snoke. Now, here's my thing about Snoke, I'll say. Um, when he's the projection, he's very threatening... But then in person, he just looks like an old worm. He looks like an throw. old guy, and he's got I know, that like, come gold, on, man. He's got that gold scary. robe on. I do think those like red guys were pretty badass. His little the, red the Imperial red, Guard. Yeah, those guys were awesome. Yeah, they appeared uh, first in Return of the Jedi. Oh God, I'm a nerd. And they just stand around. They They're there to protect around. him. Yeah, but they just stand around like hmm, and then he's he, gonna stand here all day. And then I hope they somebody get threatens him so he can do do something. And then they get beat by two people. Yeah. Um, so, but Snoke dies, um, obviously when you knew that happened, you're like, well, that, who's going to be the villain for the rest of the movies? Cause I thought he was gonna be the big bad. You learn, oh, I guess Ben is beyond redemption. Too bad. Yeah. Time to kill Ben. All right. Let's talk about some Easter eggs. I got wait, some wait, Easter wait, eggs. Wait. Don't forget, um, uh, the Laura Dern's character, the Admiral died oh, in a badass way. Oh, horrible. Right? I'm glad she's dead. Well, that, there's I'm another. I'm glad you're dead. <laughs> well, there is another issue I have with this movie. Why didn't she just tell everyone what the plan was instead of saying, we're just going to keep going straight, I've got, and we're just going to keep going this way for no reason? Why not just say, there's a rebel base, I mean, if we make it to it, we can take the personal transport so they won't know? Yeah. Just say that, and then uh, Rose and, then and um, don't... Finn don't go on that stupid mission and risk their lives. Here's the other problem I have with this, is that they what? discover this, but they don't give Laura Dern that information. What, I mean, the way I see it is, if you just go and say, hey, look, I've got this, 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 why would she not be like, no, I don't no, want she you guys did, to they, do he did. No, he did um, tell them, eventually. Yeah, but, uh, but, but that they, was, um, so they snuck out on their own to go on yes. this mission. And, and she would have at least said, okay, yeah, but I have this plan, and this one works better. Won't risk anyone's life. And let's talk about Benicio Del Toro. <laughs> He is such a scum. I loved it. Yeah. Like he, he really... You he knew really you couldn't gave, trust him. Yeah, well, of course. He was in jail. And he's like, yeah, I can help you. You know, pay me. And, <laughs> you know, and, then, and they're like, okay. And you just knew, like, he's something just, was off about him. This rat bastard's going to betray them. Yes. And, of course, you he You rat bastard. And That's he's still like out there. He stayed true to his character. And he's still out there. I can't wait to see what he does in episode nine because he's probably going to be there. He pr- he'll probably get a death like Captain Phasma, go out like a punk. And the real code breaker who doesn't even speak a word in the movie. Yeah. You see him, but my guess is he's going to play somewhat of a role down the line. I'm as hoping. Well. Um, what would be great is if they run into hey, we were going to go ask you about this, but you know we got tossed out of the casino. Oh, I would have helped you. I would have helped you for free. <laughs> I, I love the free. resistance. Yeah, I love you guys. You guys are right here. You guys are awesome. Give me a pound it. You're Finn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
But um, oh, one more small thing I liked is apparently there are still more force-touched people at the very end. Don't know if you noticed it. The kid with the broom, he used the force to get the broom into his hand. Yeah, and he also looked just, up at the stars. Well, yes, The way obviously. Luke looked up at the sun. Yes, I just didn't know if you saw that he um, uh, called it to him using the force because it was such a small distance you might not have noticed it. Yeah, um, well, and, and we also got hints when, when uh, well, we heard this in Force Awakens, and then we heard it again in Last Jedi. Luke had more people he was training. Yes, and where, are we going to see them in the next and movie? And only are some they... of them died, like Luke yeah, said. Yeah, but they you ran know, only off he, with... He, he ran off with some and, and left some dead. Yes, but the, they ran off with Kylo. That means they're sided with him. Or yep. are they? Or are they? Have or they maybe they up? all broke. Maybe they just went and have they just said, oh, different crud. directions. And Kylo's gonna run. Hey, George, what's up, uh, buddy? You're co- <laughs> wait. You're the supreme leader. Um, I, uh, you know, I messed with the dark side. I'm kind of done with that, Kylo. Yeah, really. I got a good job here. <sighs> I got a good job over here. Oh, come on, Ben. Do we really have to do this? Yeah. But let, let's get to those Easter eggs. Oh yeah. So, um, a couple of them I I uh, found There's- online. Uh, so the door to Luke's hut, that's made from part of his X-Wing, by the way. I did not notice that. I just saw the X-Wing. I'm like, because everyone probably figured that's how he got to the planet was use the X-Wing. Yeah. That was submerged. You figured he was going to do what he did um, uh, in uh, the uh, Oh, where he lifts it out of the water? Yeah. Yeah. But apparently he just drowned it. He just Um, drowned it and then projected himself because he's so damn powerful. Even Snoke couldn't do that. Uh, Han Solo's gold die, that's, uh, that... Uh, a big p- plot point. Yep, that's uh, that's uh, the dice that uh, Luke hands to Leia. Um, yes. you, you can see those die in the Millennium Falcon from A New Hope. So they're they're they are really in the New Hope, and they were really supposedly his. That's yep. sweet. You'll notice on Luke's metal hand that there's a mark from when the blaster bolt hit him back in Return of the Jedi. I did not notice that. That's yeah. cool. You, and that's you, the very beginning where, he, where his hand kind of takes up the full screen. You can see the big dent in his hand. You'd think he would have gotten a replacement hand by now. Well, it's a dent. I mean, well, you, you could mean? just get a new one. I mean, it's not like it matters that they the hands can be made in this uh, universe. There's a cameo who I did not find. Joseph Gordon-Levitt apparently is in this movie, which, by the way, Joseph Gordon JGL, he was in the movie Looper, which was director Ryan Johnson's only other directorial like. Theater yeah. release. Uh, so JGL making an appearance in this movie somewhere. Couldn't find him though. Um, here's a good one for you. The phrase "I've got a bad feeling about this" isn't spoken in the Last Jedi, breaking the longest tradition of the phrase being in every single Star Wars movie. Oh no! I did not know that that was in every single Star Wars movie, so I learned this myself. However. Director Ryan Johnson revealed on Twitter to a fan that it's in there, so people are starting to think that maybe it's spoken in a different language. Spoken in a different language, maybe in a text somewhere. Yeah, I've got a bad feeling about this. All right. Uh, oh, in a recently released Star Wars video game, Battlefront 2, there's a game mission where Luke needs to retrieve a Jedi artifact, a compass. If you look in Luke's hut, you see the compass sitting on the shelf. That's cool. So that's what I got for Easter eggs. I know there's some other cameos. I think I heard the the the, the princes, Harry and William, are stormtroopers in this movie somewhere. That is and awesome. I, I heard about that on the radio. And then when I'm watching the movie, there's two or three different scenes where there's a pair of stormtroopers walking, and I'm like, I wonder if that's them. I wonder if that's them. <laughs> so I wonder if it's one of the pairs. That's it would uh, have the to prince, be the princes. But that is awesome. 
Yeah, so, all right, let's, uh, as we wrap this up, let's talk about what's next. So what do you think, where do you think this continues on? Uh, like, I think they're going to have, they, they can't just start where the, the last movie ended now. They're going to have to. Well, I thought maybe the scene with the boys took place in the future. Like maybe at that point where he cut to the boys and they're telling the story of Luke and nah, I'm I thinking, think... well, maybe this is years later. Perhaps. And where the next movie's going to pick up. It's going to be years down the road where maybe, maybe, maybe Luke's already, I mean, maybe Leia's already dead. Maybe, yeah. maybe Ray's older, you know, like, like in her thirties or something. Maybe, maybe Kylo is now the emperor. Like, I well, he already is well, technically the emperor, the... but I mean, now he's the old emperor and he's got well, he's his gonna... apprentices that he took from, you know, they're, they're yes. the new. We're going to see what happens. There's obviously a lot of um, uh, things that have to be seen, but you can't just. Do it another um, start right where we finished off again. You have to jump forward at least maybe two years. Yeah, I mean, you get the title card to tell you what's going on in the story. Two what? years have passed since the Resistance <laughs> um, uh, suffered a defeat at Since Prayat. Luke passed out on an island and died. But now, <laughs> in that time, General Amidala died. Yeah. General Organa, sorry. Leia. Leia, Leia is Died dead. in a frantic car crash. <laughs> Actually, you know, I just thought of something too. Remember the scene where Laura Dern's character she uses the uh, the speed the, the speed force thing to slice through the ship. That, I, I thought that, that was, doesn't happen more often. I don't know. I thought that was badass. Actually, I thought it was badass too. Even though I you said you myself, want... I was like, everybody keeps hyper jumping, but that doesn't happen. You would think that would happen with all the debris in the galaxy. It, well, when you're hyper jumping, why... you're going to go through debris, maybe bang, maybe explode. Well, that's I, why you have shields, and that's why you. Plot of course. They say that in the first movie, but I just thought that was a badass way to take out a chef. Oh, yeah. I realize you wanted Laura Dern's character to die, but you have to admit, she got a pretty badass um, uh, send-off. She did get a badass death. That is true. Like, you know what? Punch it! Yeah. But, no, I mean, I, I would say... And Finn is a, apparently a straight-up baller. Yeah. He's got two now. I think he's got the force, too. I'm still, I am so. still, I still think he's got the force... Um, and you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it turns out that Finn maybe is one of the other Jedi apprentices, because if you think about it, he was a stormtrooper under Kylo Ren. Um, but he never really had face to face without his mask on with Kylo Ren. The only time Kylo Ren saw him, he had the Jedi or he he had the stormtrooper mask on. So yes, he did. was there in, ever a scene where... where in um, uh, Force Awakens, they had the quick lightsaber battle where he got his ass kicked. Oh, crap, you're right. Theory? Did you? Well, there goes that one. Sorry. Well, delete that one from the archives. But no, I've, there's so much I'm looking forward to. I have no idea what to expect from this point, because obviously the rebellion is at its weakest point. I look forward to seeing how it ends. Maybe um, the series will end on a down note. Wouldn't that be almost um, something? Good guys lose. Good yeah. guys lose. All right. But lots to um, uh, go and see. We Obviously, we'll talk about that when it comes out. Um, coming out next year is the Han Solo prequel movie. So stuff to hold us over. And we have plenty to talk about coming up. Another season of um, Punisher was announced. Yes, badass. Jessica Jones, season two is coming out, I season, believe, this spring. Mm-hmm. All sorts of things that we can get ready for, and Marvel bought Fox. I mean, Disney bought Fox. Yeah, it's official. 
So now so, more superheroes and more Avenger movies. So, yeah, um, we're going to see how the, the um, X-Men universe merges with the Marvel universe. It's either going to be done in the Phoenix movie or just um, uh, Scarlet Witch will go nuts. Oh, quick quick, uh, quick thought on that. Now that it's official, Avengers doesn't come out for a few more months. Do you think they got time to quick film a quick scene with, like, say, Wolverine to use an in-credit scene at the end of Avengers? I have no doubt they could, but I don't think they, they might. will. I think they, they might. will. I think they will. I think they will. All right, that'll do it for episode 75 of the Hillcrest Duo. That is Mr. Brad Risto. You can find him on Twitter. Outsider Brad. Follow me. I am at Metal John Radio on Twitter. My name is Metal John. We'll be back very soon next week with another episode of the Hillcrest Duo.